Lord, um, I am so thankful for the technology that allows us to do things like this, to get together even though we, we're apart. And Lord, you've said that we shouldn't, uh, shouldn't take lightly that idea of gathering together, that this is a big part of who we are as, as your followers, as your people. And Lord, I pray that um, even, even though we can't physically be together, Lord, that we'll take some time uh, during these weeks uh, to uh, stay connected with each other. Lord, I thank you for each one that's here. And Lord, I just pray that you will, uh, uh, that they will hear what they need to hear today. Lord, thank you for all you're doing, even in this time of Corona. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, well, uh, I because uh, we are in this uh, kind of Corona times, right? Um, I am. Uh, I decided we do kind of change up the series, and so uh, uh, you you guys know. Does anybody know what the word Corona means, like in Latin? Uh, uh, tell them, Ambry. Wait, hold on. Let me unmute you. Unmute you there. What does it mean? Crown. Crown. Very good. So, um, yeah, everybody do the clap emoji. Uh, <laughs> way to go, Elise. Emojis, emojis. Um, so uh, it means crown. And so for the next four weeks, um, I'm going to talk about four crowns uh, that uh, are in the Bible, uh, different ideas that we're going to explore through these crowns. And so today we are starting off in the Old Testament. And uh, so if you have your Bible, go ahead and turn to the book of 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel. Um, and we're going to be in uh, chapter 8, verses 19 through 22. 8, 19 through 22. Anybody want to want to read that? Who would like to read? Anybody? I'll read it if nobody else wants to. I don't see any hand raises, so. Oh, there. Okay. Eli, mm -hmm. read it for us. Okay, I'm in 1 Samuel. What did you say the chapter was? Chapter 8. Oh, okay, chapter 8. And then 19 through 22? Yes. Okay. Uh, oh, but the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel, and they said, no, but surely a king will be over us, so that we also will be like all nations, and that so our king will govern us, and we will go out before us, and we'll fight our battles. And after Samuel heard all the words of the people, he spoke them in the hearing of the Lord. So here's the thing. Back uh, at this time, right? At, thank you, by the way, Eli. Um, at this time uh, in Israel, they didn't have a king. Uh, they had a prophet or a judge um, who would judge the people, and they considered that God was their king. So um, they uh, they just did not have a ruler. I, I mean, imagine what it would be like to be in a country where you didn't have a president, you didn't have someone in charge like that. 
Uh, and so the people wanted a king. They said, everybody else has a king. We want a king too. And so, uh, so Samuel said, okay, fine. And um, God said, I'm, I'm going to give you guys a king. And so uh, we're going to now go to First uh, um, Samuel 9, uh, verses 1 and 2. Who would like to read that? Oh, there we go. Hannah, go. Okay, wait. I just said I got to find, I need to go to it. First Samuel 9, what? 1 and 2. 1 and 2. Okay. There was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abiel, son of Zerah, son of Bekorath, son of Aphiel, a Benjaminite, a man of wealth. And he had a son whose name was Saul, a handsome young man. There was not a man among the people of Israel more handsome than he. From his shoulders upward, he was taller than any of the people. So, so this is, this is a description of Saul who would become Israel's first king. Now, I, I love that the description is he's a good-looking man, that he is better looking than anybody else. When Saul walks in the room, everybody notices. And they also notice because he's taller than everybody else. So he is a tall, handsome man. Everybody knows it. And, and I think this is what's interesting to me, that when... They choose the first king for Israel. They choose somebody like that, somebody with a lot of charisma, somebody that, that you know, everybody likes, is, is popular. Um, and uh, it, it, I, I just think that's interesting to me because as human beings, isn't that kind of the way we go about choosing things a lot of times? Uh, a lot of times we... We choose what looks good, what, uh, what makes us happy, what makes us smile. And, and honestly, it's crazy because if, if I had gone to any of you three weeks ago and said, what would you choose to do for your spring, for, for, uh, <laughs> for your month of March, uh, maybe into April, like, what are you going to, what do you want to do? What? What, what would you choose? And, and I don't think anybody would have chosen uh, to stay in the house and be around their little sisters and brothers or big sisters and brothers all the time um, and have to like not eat out every meal and all those things. People probably wouldn't have chosen that. Uh, this is not uh, appealing, right? And so, um, but this is the way that the Israelites chose for their king. They, they chose uh, someone who was attractive, who, was, um, who made them feel good about themselves. And uh, Saul, you know, for the most part, Saul ends up being not a terrible choice for a king, except that when he becomes the king, he kind of forgets how he became the king. You know, he starts being more about himself and, fo and focused on who he is and what he wants. And so eventually what happens is um, God says, that's enough for Saul. Uh, we need to choose a new king. And um, so 
turn to 1 Samuel chapter, chapter 16. And we are, let's see, we're going to go verses 5 through 13. This is a longer one, 5 through 13. Anybody want to read that? Oh, there we go, Emma. Read that for us. Samuel replied, yes, in peace, I have come to sacrifice the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come to the sacrifice with me. Then he consecrated Jesse and his sons and invited them to, to the sacrifice. When they arrived, Samuel saw Eli, Eliab and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed stand here before the Lord. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height, for I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things that people look at. People look at the outward appearance the Lord looks at the heart. So just pause for a second there. It, it's really interesting. So Samuel had chosen Saul and then, or, or God chose Saul, but, but Saul was the good looking guy. And so Samuel sees Eliab, who is a tall, strong guy, you know, and Samuel goes, oh, this must be the guy that God wants to replace Saul because he looks like Saul and he's, he's tall and strong and he must be the one that God wants. And I think Samuel, this verse that, that, uh, that we just read is one of the, for me, one of the most powerful verse, verses in the Bible. Um, that idea that God is not focused on like what manifests itself in us, like uh, the way we look or how talented or skilled we are or... Um, our, our abilities or, uh, you know, who we know, God's not focused on that. That God's looking at our heart and why we do what we do. And, and I think that's understanding that helps us understand more about God than just about anything else, because, because it explains why grace matters, right? It, it explains why uh, God would care about us, even if we're not we don't think we're very special, right? And, and so um, I love that. Go ahead and keep reading there, Emma. And, and Jesse called Abinadab and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, the Lord has not chosen this one either. Jesse then had Shammah pass by, but Samuel said, nor has the Lord chosen this one. Jesse had several of his sons pass before Samuel, but Samuel said to him, the Lord has not chosen these. So he asked Jesse, are these all the sons you have? All right, There's so pause just for a second. So seven sons pass by, and Samuel's like, nope, none of these, none of these, none of these. And, and it gets down to the point where he asks, are these all the sons you have? And I interrupted Emma. She was going to read, they're still the youngest. He's tending the sheep. The one that... that that Jesse, his dad, didn't even bring him in from tending the sheep to meet Samuel because he's definitely not the one, right? He is the absolute last one that we you would choose. Literally, he's the last brother, but he's the last one you would choose. He, there's nothing about him that stands out, right? He's the shepherd. And so go ahead and keep reading there, Emma. There is still the youngest, Jancy Ant. 
Jesse answered. He is tending the sheep. Samuel said, send for him. We will not sit down until he arrives. For, so he sent for him and had him brought in. He was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features. Then the Lord said, rise and anoint him. This is the one. So Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the presence of his brothers. And from that day on, the spirit of the Lord came powerfully upon David. Samuel then went to Ramah. So, so uh, thanks, Emma, by the way. Uh, uh, Hannah, did you have your hand up just uh, volunteer or did you have a question? Oh, I didn't mean to do that. Oh, okay. I didn't do that. Oh, okay. 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 Well, um, so I love this as we, as we read that story, we read those two kings that are chosen. Saul is the king that everybody would have wanted. If Saul walked in to your house right now, you should tell him to leave because social distancing. But if Saul walked into your house, you would go, hey, this is a great guy. This is a guy, if Saul were running for president right now, he'd be in the front. Everybody would want to vote for him because he just, he's that kind of guy. But when God chose, he chose someone different. He chose David. He chose someone uh, more humble, someone more uh, whose heart was turned towards him. And so um, I, I love the idea that God chooses things that are uh, a little off, a little bizarre, a little different uh, to do his work. And that's who God crowns. Now, when we talk about, um, uh, like if you go to Israel right now, the, the symbol that's on their flag is a star, a six-pointed star, and it's not the star of Saul. It's the star of David. Uh, when we talk about, when you read the Old Testament, David wrote more books in the Old Testament than anybody because he has all those Psalms, right? And each psalm is really its own song, its own book. And he didn't write all the psalms. I said all those psalms. He didn't write all of them. But he wrote a lot of them. And David was this guy, when we read his story, I think there are more things in David's story that we identify with because we watch him fail and we watch him mess up. And, and then we watch him um, repent and go back to God. And um, David is... Saul was the king that everybody would have chosen, that people would have chosen. David was the king uh, that God chose, that God really wanted over his people. And, and in the history of Israel, David was probably the greatest king, the best king they ever had. I, I, I wanted to share that and talk about that today because I think, like I said, none of us a couple of weeks ago would have chosen where we are right now. We wouldn't have chosen to be stuck in our house Although uh, maybe James, if he's still in bed, would have chosen uh, to be in bed uh, for Sunday morning. And uh, that wouldn't have been a bad choice. But I would challenge you guys. I think for some of us, this time, though it's not what we would have chosen, it's been beneficial to us in a way that, the, that we never could have anticipated. For me... I've gotten to connect with some of you through Zoom and through different things that, that I don't get to connect with that much. Um, you know, a lot of times we, uh, Elise and Chris and I talk about 
we feel bad because a lot of times we get to see you guys like two hours a week at most, right? But some of you, I've spent several hours this week uh, on playing D&D or uh, doing little classes and things like that. And, and it, it's really great. I, I'm having a great uh, time connecting. Now, I know it's not what we want. There are people who are, um, who, uh, are having a tough time right now, maybe some of your families. Um, there are people who are worried right now, who are sick right now, and it's not, this is not the best thing to ever happen, but I think it's important for us to make the most of it and to learn what we can through this time that we wouldn't learn any other way. Uh, some of you have told me that you've reconnected with your family in a way that you uh, hadn't for a while, or uh, or you've gotten to sit down and talk to your parents, where normally uh, you're rushing around after school. Take some time to do those things. Um, for some of you, uh, you're starting to maybe read your Bible. Uh, Elise is going to be putting out some Bible study techniques and some things like that, that are going to be really, really great. So if you say, I, I want to start that habit, this is a great time to do it because you have the time right now. And um, so just like David was not the king that they would have chosen, but he was the king that God used, my prayer for you guys is that during this time, being socially distanced, being stuck in your house is not what you would have chosen. But I pray that God will use that in, in a way that surprises and uh, changes you. And that after this time, my prayer is that a year down the road, that we look back at this and say, wow, look at what God did there that he never would have done if, if it hadn't happened. And I believe God's going to do some amazing things. So let me uh, pray for you guys. and. Then, you know, if, if, if you guys don't mind, I'll unmute and we can just hang out for a little while and uh, until 1030 or so. And then um, that'll be it. Cool. All right. Lord, thank you um, for each of the students that, that are here today. Again, Lord, I just pray that uh, even though this is not um, the the way they would have chosen to spend their weeks, the way they would have chosen to spend their Sundays. Lord, I just pray that you will continue to uh, bless the time that they have. Lord, that, uh, that you will be glorified in what happens in their homes and what happens in their hearts during this time. And Lord, even though this is not what we would have chosen, Lord, we pray that it's something that you will use for your glory. Lord, thank you for all you're doing in and through us and all you're going to do in Jesus name. Amen.